Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, January 18th. U.S. equities finished noticeably lower, pairing some of the solid gains seen year-to-date. Investors processed a slew of mixed economic data as retail sales fell more than expected, producer price inflation cooled, industrial production dropped more than anticipated, homebuilder sentiment unexpectedly improved, mortgage applications jumped, and business inventories rose as expected. Meanwhile, in afternoon action, the Fed released its beige book, showing little change in activity from its last report. News on the equity front was mixed, as United Airlines topped fourth-quarter estimates, and an optimistic outlook from J.B. Hunt took some of the sting off its earnings miss, while Moderna announced upbeat results from a key trial of its RSV vaccine. Treasury yields were lower, and the U.S. dollar was nearly unchanged, while crude oil prices lost steam throughout the day to finish lower and gold traded to the downside. Asia finished mostly higher, and European markets were mixed after the Bank of Japan held its monetary policy steady and offered dovish commentary. The Dow Jones Industrial Average tumbled 614 points, or 1.8%, to 33,297. The S&P 500 Index fell 62 points, or 1.6%, to 3,929. And the Nasdaq Composite declined 138 points, or 1.2%, to 10,957. In moderate volume, 4.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.2 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost 70 cents to $79.48 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was down $4.10 to $1,905.80 per ounce, and the dollar index was nearly flat at 102.42. In equity news on Wednesday, United Airlines Holdings Incorporated, ticker symbol UAL, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $2.46, above the $2.11 fact set estimate, as revenues grew 51.4% year over year to $12.4 billion, exceeding the street's forecast of $12.2 billion. The company said capacity was down compared to the same period in 2019, and it recovered quickly from the December winter storm disruption, while its total revenue per available seat mile was up 26% compared to the fourth quarter of 2019. Shares were lower. Moderna Incorporated, ticker symbol MRNA, gained ground after the company announced favorable results in a final stage trial of its RSV vaccine, noting that it was highly effective in preventing the lung disease in older people. J.B. Hunt Transport Services Incorporated, ticker symbol JBHT, posted adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.92, well below the $2.44 fact set estimate, on a 4.4% year-over-year increase in revenues to $3.65 billion, also short of the street's expectation, which called for $3.81 billion. The transportation and logistics company cited a 27% year-over-year decline in its integrated capacity solution segment and lower intermodal volumes, as well as higher driver wages. 
J.B. Hunt also said earnings per share were impacted by 46 cents per share due to a casualty insurance claim and that it will pay out nearly $9 million in quote-unquote appreciation bonuses to full-time drivers and employees. However, shares of J.B. Hunt traded higher after executives expressed optimism on a conference call with analysts that it expects trends in freight to rebound by the close of the second quarter. The fourth quarter earnings season is underway, and investors continue to grapple with the ultimate impact of aggressive Fed actions to try to combat rising prices. The December job report released earlier this month added to the uncertainty regarding the Fed's monetary policy decisions. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her latest article titled, Hurts So Good, Jobs Picture Stays Mixed, how there was something for everyone, even those supportive of an economic soft landing, in December's jobs report, but recessionary signals have not subsided. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. The central bank downshifted in December from a string of four straight 75 basis point rate hikes to a 50 basis point increase. However, the deceleration remained unusually aggressive, and the Fed signaled that restrictive policy will likely have to remain in place for longer and at a potentially higher terminal rate than expected. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, advanced retail sales for December were down 1.1% month over month, below the Bloomberg consensus forecast of a 0.9% decrease and compared to November's negatively revised 1% gain. Last month's sales excluding autos also dropped 1.1% month over month, compared to expectations of a 0.5% decline and as November's figure was adjusted lower to a 0.6% decrease. Sales excluding autos and gas fell 0.7% month over month, versus estimates of a flat reading and compared to November's negatively adjusted 0.5% decline. The control group, a figure used to calculate GDP, also decreased 0.7% month over month versus projections of a 0.3% drop and following the prior month's unrevised 0.2% dip. The Federal Reserve's industrial production declined 0.7% month-over-month in December, compared to estimates of a 0.1% dip and versus November's negatively revised 0.6% decline. Manufacturing and mining output both fell, more than offsetting a rise in utilities consumption. Capacity utilization declined to 78.8% versus estimates of a slight uptick to 79.5% from the prior month's downwardly revised 79.4% rate. Capacity utilization remained near its long-run average. The National Association of Home Builders, or NAHB, Housing Market Index showed home builder sentiment unexpectedly improved in January. The index rose to 35 from December's unrevised 31 level where it was expected to remain. This was the sixth straight month that homebuilder sentiment was below 50, which suggests poor conditions. The depressed sentiment has come amid the backdrop of rising interest rates and elevated home prices, which has caused affordability to plunge, as well as elevated materials and labor costs. 
However, the NAHB noted that, quote, it appears the low point for builder sentiment in this cycle was registered in December. The rise in builder sentiment also means that cycle lows for permits and starts are likely near, and a rebound for home building could be underway later in 2023, end quote. In other housing news, the MBA Mortgage Application Index jumped 27.9% last week following the prior week's 1.2% gain. The index spiked and rose for a second week in a row as a 34.2% increase in the refinance index was met with a 24.7% gain for the purchase index. The sharp upturn came as the average 30-year mortgage rate moved 19 basis points lower to 6.23%, but is up 259 basis points versus a year ago. Business inventories rose 0.4% month-over-month in November, matching forecasts after October's downwardly revised 0.2% advance. The Producer Price Index, or PPI, showed prices at the wholesale level in December declined 0.5% month-over-month versus estimates of a 0.1% dip and cooler than November's downwardly revised 0.2% increase. The core rate, which excludes food and energy, was 1% higher month-over-month, in line with estimates and versus the prior month's downwardly adjusted 0.2% gain. The headline rate was 6.2% higher year-over-year, south of expectations of a 6.8% increase and compared to the prior month's downwardly adjusted 7.3% rise. The core PPI was up 5.5% year-over-year last month, below the estimated 5.6% rise and compared to November's unrevised 6.2% growth rate. Inflation has driven aggressive monetary policy tightening by the Fed, along with a continued tight labor market. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond market to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In afternoon action, the Federal Reserve released its Beige Book, an anecdotal read on business activity across the nation used by the Fed to prepare for the next monetary policy decision slated for February 1st. The report indicated that overall economic activity was relatively unchanged from its last installment. Five of the Fed districts noted modest increases in activity, while six showed no change and one district saw a slight decline, with most areas expecting little change to growth ahead. Consumer spending rose marginally, but inflation remained an overhang on purchasing power. Meanwhile, manufacturing saw a modest decline in activity, and the housing markets continued to weaken, while employment grew at a moderate pace across most districts. Treasury rates were lower, as the yield on the two-year note declined 11 basis points to 4.09%, the yield on the 10-year note lost 15 basis points to 3.38%, and the 30-year bond rate decreased 10 basis points to 3.54%. Items on tomorrow's economic calendar include housing starts and building permits for December, Forecasted to show starts fell 4.7% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,358,000 units, 
and that permits rose 1.4% month-over-month to an annual pace of 1,370,000 units. Initial jobless claims for the week ended January 14th are also on tap, with 215,000 first-time applications expected to have been filed, and the Philly Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will bring up the rear, anticipated to improve to a level of negative 11.8 for this month from December's negative 13.8 level, but remain in contraction territory as denoted by a reading below zero. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe finished mixed as investors digested an unchanged monetary policy decision and dovish commentary from the Bank of Japan, as well as a host of economic data out of the U.S. Meanwhile, optimism regarding the economic impact of China's reopening seemed to buoy investor sentiment, along with warmer-than-expected winter weather that could help Europe avoid an energy crisis, easing recession concerns in the region. In economic news, UK December inflation statistics remained elevated, while Eurozone consumer price inflation showed signs of cooling for last month. Also, Eurozone construction output fell in November. The euro and British pound traded higher versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and U.K. were lower. European equities have seen a strong start to 2023, despite uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact on the economy and financial conditions of recent global monetary policy decisions to aggressively tighten policies to combat inflation. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, discusses his article titled Top Global Risks of 2023, highlighting our top five that may define the global markets, considering that a new year almost always brings surprises of one form or another. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index lost 0.3%, France's CAC 40 index was up 0.1%, Germany's DAX index was little changed, Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 0.5%, and Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 0.3%. Stocks in Asia finished mostly higher ahead of a flood of U.S. economic data and as the markets digested the monetary policy decision from the Bank of Japan. The central bank kept its policy stance unchanged, and offered comments that appeared aimed at tamping down speculation that the Bank of Japan was on the verge of a major policy shift, after noting that it will continue large-scale bond buying and potentially increase purchases on a flexible basis if needed to control its yield curve. Recently, the Bank of Japan has tweaked its yield curve control, or YCC, operations, which sparked the speculation and fostered volatility in the currency and bond markets. The yen initially fell, but after the closing bell has recovered versus the U.S. dollar. The global markets continued to digest yesterday's flood of Chinese economic data that did come in stronger than expected, but signaled that economic output continues to be hampered by COVID lockdowns that have been in place for nearly three years and negatively impacted activity. However, optimism has ramped up as China has eased COVID restrictions and is continuing to reopen. Meanwhile, the global markets continue to grapple with the aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world and what the implications could be. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, 
Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with the central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. In other economic news, Japan's core machine orders fell much more than expected in November. Japan's Nikkei 225 index finished 2.5% higher following the Bank of Japan's decision. China's Shanghai Composite Index finished little changed, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index increased 0.5%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index ticked 0.1% higher, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index advanced 0.6%, while South Korea's Kospi Index bucked the trend, declining 0.5%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be fairly light, offering the trade balance from Japan, employment figures from Australia, and Spain's trade balance. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, January 18th.